Welcome to Faith, Fitness, and Self-Discovery, where I know just how grueling it's been trying to balance your physical, spiritual, and mental health. I'm your host, Precious Williams, and I invite you to my podcast where you can expect a total mind makeover. I'm talking about a shift in the way that you see, think, and do fitness forever. So come journey with me as we discover your fitness identity. Welcome to Faith, Fitness, and Self-Discovery. I'm your host, Precious Williams. And if this is your first time clicking this podcast, it was not by accident, but by divine purpose that you've reached a place that you can figure out how to deal with all of your weight, not just the 10 pounds you want to lose in your mix section, but also the mental weight. That's right. We talk about the things that are stressing you, the emotional weight. We deal with the things that you need healing from that you never even considered. And today is no different because I'm super excited to announce our third guest in the Dear Body series, my girl, Anissa Turner. I met Anissa a few years ago at church, right? At that time, I didn't know she was a Virginia State University Trojan. So of course, once I found that out, we became even closer. I love her. She's such a dynamic young woman, a spirit of Christ. She lights up any room that she walks in and she's super passionate. Anissa is a Virginia Beach native, creative, millennial motivator, and self-love enthusiast with a heart for Christ. She is passionate about using her platforms to spread love and help people through her testimony. She currently resides in Richmond, Virginia, where she works in broadcast marketing. I cannot wait for you guys to hear this episode and to hear what Anissa had to share. Enjoy. Hello. Hello there. Okay, welcome to Faith, Fitness, and Self-Discovery. I am so excited to have you on the Yay! I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much. <laughs> and listen, we don't get this <laughs> conversation off because we have been patient and working through some IT issues, but we're listen. here. And um, whatever God's going to do, God is going to do this thing. And so I want to start off with this question that I've asked you like six times now. <laughs> so it's not even organic for you anymore. So matter of fact, you know what? I'm not going to start with it. If we come back to it, we will. But I wanted, what I want to do now is we talked about in the group this week, thick culture. And... You know, I had an opportunity to see things on another side of the corn because I'm going to be honest, y'all. I've been hurt. I've been scarred as being the skinny girl that didn't have all the assets. So it was really um, a learning experience for me to hear women say that no, sis, having the junk in the trunk and all this extra stuff on the other side hasn't been all peaches and cream either. Mm -hmm. So tell me what you know about the culture and what it is to you, what it means to your, to the women, your age coming up when you first started to recognize it and what it's meant for your life so far. My goodness. So, um, I've been living in thick culture since I was about 11, maybe before then, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. you know, I've always been thicker. I've always had a shape ever since I was younger. And honestly, it would just make me feel, um, you know, growing up, it was like, 
little boys would say things about you or, you know, like it would just feel uncomfortable um, at such a young age. But even like getting older and we're speaking to my high school years, like I knew that I had a shape, but I felt as if that was the only reason why I would get certain attention. And granted, it was not intentional on my end in high school to get this attention. You know what I'm saying? Like in high school, I was really just trying to, you know what I'm saying? Be, be, you know, a nice straight and narrow type of girl. Um, but just the way that things were, it's like, oh, Anissa, you think you got you know, fatty and all this other stuff. So it's like, I kind of got accustomed to that as I was going into college. So like mm-hmm. in college, I, that's all I was, was thick. I was Anissa with the thick thighs, thick thighs sl- saves lives. And granted, this was a terrible mindset to have, but that's kind of how the culture molded me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's like, even now, you know, you got, they're calling it female liberation, which, okay, that's your body. Cool. But what about the other side of it? What about women like me and the women that you talk to who don't, who don't feel comfortable flaunting that? What do we, what Mm -hmm. do we tell them? You know what I'm saying? What do we tell, um, those girls who would rather be a Lauren Hill versus a Megan the Stallion, no disrespect to Megan at all. But like, what do we tell, you know, those type of people who just don't feel comfortable with their mm-hmm. body, even though society tells them they should, it can bring a lot of negative attention sometimes that you may not want. And mm. so, um, and that was me in high school. Like it was just a very uncomfortable wanting to just kind of not, even how certain clothes fit, you know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. wanting to, um, just just wanting to just kind of be normal, but I was thick, so it's just like. Yeah. And I had a best friend who was always really really skinny, like growing up, and she wanted a big butt. But I'm like, well, why? Like what? Wh- wh- like what about? Because you know attention and you know this, but it's like we have to get to the to the root of that. Like why is having a thicker figure calling for that type of attention and I mm-hmm. like that's something that can go with our young girls because it went with me and like I said yeah. that mindset was it, it went with me through college so I thought let me dress this way just because I'm thick so I might as well type right right I appreciate your your transparency and your honesty you know talking about how our body frames, how, um, you know, the praise that we get or the lack of attention that we get really kind of molds us. And um, I have a girlfriend of mine, her name is Mecca, and she's actually a therapist. And she's the first one who introduced to me the term, the male gaze. And that ultimately a lot of women are desiring you know, certain body shapes, types, um, to be a certain size, to be a certain complexion, length of hair, almost everything that we do mm-hmm. is for the attention or the male gaze. Yes. Um, tell me, how has the male gaze influenced how you feel and think about yourself or how you see it affecting your girlfriends? Um, well, this is an area that I feel like I got out of after I got out of college. Um, but so while I was in school, like I said, you know, wearing certain things, I know that I would get certain type of attention 
from dudes. Like before, you know, my BC days before cracks, I would get certain type of attention from from dudes. Like if I wore that skirt, if I posted that picture on the way to the club with that tight dress on, I know that this guy is gonna hop in my DMs or the guy that I've been trying to get his attention, he's gonna like the picture. Like it heavily influenced me, right? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I had to get my heart broken a few times to realize, hmm, Anissa, it does not matter <laughs> what you do. If the dude is trash, the dude's going to be trash. So I had to understand, like, do stuff for me now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I want to post a picture and I think I'm cute, I'm doing it for Anissa. I'm not doing it because I know such and such is going to like it. Because at the end of the day, I have to have my eyes on myself first and know who I am first before I can get the influence from you. And I mean, it will be a lot of the times like when me and my friends even recently will go out, you know, to like a, a restaurant or, you know, do whatever. And God would come up to us or God would like look at us. And my one friend will always be like, the guys always... Uh, you know, they always talking to you, talking to you guys. And I'm looking at her like, I don't want them to. Like, do you, mm-hmm. want, do you want me to pass them on? Like, I don't care. So it kind of led to a conversation that I had to have with her about, you know, don't worry about this male attention at the end of the day because I don't really want it at, at this point in my life. You know what I'm saying? That's so good. Yeah, like, I, yeah. Don't, I don't really want it at this point in my life. I don't, I don't care. Even down to my hair. Like, we're talking about body types, but down to my hair. When I wear my hair straight versus when I wear my hair in braids or natural, I get completely different responses from men, mm-hmm. right? One guy that I was talking to had said he liked my hair, my hair better when it was straight versus when it was curly. And I'm just like, well, I'm not going to straighten it five times a year just because you and ruin my curl pattern. No, thank you. Like, I'm not, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so it. I had to kind of grow and and have a few life experiences to understand, Anissa, if you want to dress a certain way, do it for for you. You know what I'm saying? Before it was me trying to dress this way or look this way to to fix what was on the inside, right? Because I was getting Mm -hmm. all these attention, so I wanted to fix what was on the inside. But now it's the inside is fixed. The inside is doing better. The inside is getting well. So now my outward reflects what's going on inside it's like a reverse type situation and I don't care if you don't like what I have on or you like what I have on I'm not dressing for you I'm dressing to show what's already on the inside of me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and let's talk about that Anissa because you're beautiful um and as well, thank we'll you share, we'll share her Instagram and all that stuff at the end of the podcast but you're absolutely stunning and you you dress for your body, you know, you dress very nice. And I think that oftentimes, like when you talk about, okay, I love myself, I'm not doing things for attention anymore. I think a lot of women get confused, not doing things for attention anymore with not giving yourself attention anymore. Right. Oh yeah. That's good. Yep. Yep. Because at the end of, yeah, that's so good. Cause sometimes, you know, You'll find a woman that wants... Now, granted, if you want to go outside with some sweatpants and your hair tied, do that, girlfriend. Do do what you got to do. But also don't think that, well, who am I going to get... Re- who, who am I getting dressed for? I don't care. Do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Literally woke up one day. I was feeling so low just because, you know, life and just... It was actually it was right when we found out about Chadwick Boseman. 
I was feeling low. Oh I was feeling low. I was hurt. I was I had to work that day. Like it was just too much. It was too much. I literally yes. laid in the bed and I felt ugly. I felt gross. The next day I got up, I said, I'm gonna get up because you are a pink starburst. And everybody knows the pink starbursts are the best ones in the pack. The best ones. I said, you are a pink starburst. And he said, get up and get cute and wear this cute outfit and go to brunch with your friends. And that's what mm-hmm. I did. And there were no dudes there. This was a girl brunch. I didn't care. I posted the picture for me. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like, at the end of the day, I just think that, like you said, it's important for us as women to understand, keep yourself up. Like, just because you're not doing it for attention from a male, but give yourself attention. Give yourself that love for you. Mm-hmm. And giving yourself the attention can look totally different. Yep. Giving yourself the attention for me, I'm I'm not pretending when I take my Instagram pictures. I wear earrings around here. I put on lip liner, yep. even if I'm not going anywhere. Because these are the I put on perfume and smell good because these things make me feel good. Now, do my husband benefit from those? Yeah, he does. But whether I was married or single, this is what I'll still do. I have to wear earrings to bed. I have to do these kind of things because. They make me feel good. Uh, they make me feel beautiful. And when we talk about beautiful, we're not talking about the type of you should feel beautiful with or without. No, I'm talking about the things that I know tangibly that I can do that are going to increase my vibes. Yep. And um, we don't want to negate those things because we're not going anywhere or because yep. we're married now or because we don't care about the man's attention. We ain't looking for nobody. We're content with ourselves. Sometimes we got to figure out what those things are that make us feel good. And sometimes giving yourself attention means exercising. Yep. It means eating better. It means getting a skin regimen, uh, you know, making time for yourself. It doesn't yep. have to mean cosmetic things. Um, it could also mean you know, re- reading more, uh, you know, doing those types of things just to invest in yourself, learning those things that immediately start to raise your vibration. Like you said, I know when it's time, I'll tell my husband, oh, I'm feeling ugly. We need to go to Walmart or something. Like I have to put on something like I have to, yeah. you know, feel like a, a human, a human being. Uh, that's especially been important to me in the pandemic. So I love that you say that. Tell me how you knowing those things about yourself have helped you in some trying moments because this pandemic is hard on all of mm. us. And I know, Anissa, you know, you don't have any kids right now. You're not married. Uh, what is that like for you? What has it been like trying to keep yourself uplifted during this time? Honestly, every day it looks different. I'm going to be honest. Like some days, like... I'll have a really bad mental health day. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm crying. I'm calling, I'm calling stepmom and I'm crying. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. And then some days I'm able to pick myself up out of it. But honestly, like I've tried to develop some sort of a routine. So um, every day, you know, when I'm done working, I try to read my journal and have my quiet time. And then um, I light every single candle in my house. I, I know candles. that's right. I love candles and I love for it to smell good. And then I take a bath and I listen to a podcast like this one. They they yes. discover or another podcast. Famous plug. <laughs> you know, um, I listen to a podcast, take a bath and just spend time with myself. Mm. And I just realized like, Sometimes that does not include doing my makeup, like you said. Sometimes that does not include me going anywhere. Sometimes it really just means turning on one of my favorite shows and just spending time with the things that 
make Anissa happy in the moment. And it's mm-hmm. like I'm like you said, I'm I'm not married. I don't I'm not dating. I'm I'm I live is me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not doing this for anybody but myself right now. And I think that it's so important for me to have this time because God willing, I get married. That time's going to be split between me and another person or little people when I have kids. So it's like, it I'm just, yeah. So I'm just trying to, you know, on those hard days, just navigate and practice that self-care. Sometimes I'll get up and, and get dressed. Sometimes I'll take a bath, you know, developing those routines and those good habits, but also, giving myself the grace for those days where I don't get up and I'm just in the bed because mm-hmm. the grace, it covers me on those days too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I still think the same things about myself when I'm in those moments. I've had to practice that. Like this moment that I'm having does not define who I am as a woman and who God has called me to be. It is just a moment and it's going to pass. Yes. Yes. And I, I, I think, you know, like you said, separating, you know, thoughts, fleeting feelings from you as a person mm-hmm. uh, and taking the time to understand that, you know, we are in a pandemic. Things are changing right now. Um, we don't know what's going to happen. And for me, some days are great, like you said. And then some mornings are great and the evening sucks. Or some days mm-hmm. I wake up and, you know, I don't I don't feel the way that I felt yesterday. Uh, but I have been paying more attention to my energy and I love the word that you use practice because for whatever reason, as Christians, we don't think we should practice, you know, you read the word and you practice it. You, you, you read these things and you apply it to your life. And once you apply it, it may not work the first time, you know, may not work the second time, but you start practicing it. You start practicing having a different thought than the one that you're having. You start practicing saying, I am not my thoughts. I am not my feelings. Um, it is okay for me to want to rest today. Is it okay? It is okay for me to want to go out today. Is it okay for me to want company? It's okay for me not to want company. Learning these things. And like you said, it's critical doing that in your single season. And honestly, a lot of us don't really take advantage of our single season, Anissa, because we spend that time wanting a mate listen you know Mm-mm. i told god i said lord sever any connection that ain't for me and he's been doing it it's been a little crazy but he's been doing it in uh, my in you're my, like whoa 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 <laughs> i didn't mean that connection guy. You gonna, okay so, um and my stepmom just always um gives me the advice like don't 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 take advantage of what you got going on right now and sometimes i could just find myself doing that like I'm younger I'm in my own place you know what I'm saying quarantine so I have plenty of time to just show up for myself mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I could not imagine right now like having to split my time between me and another person and I just right. think it's very important for me to have that time and not let it go for just anybody like I've mm-hmm. done in the past but just really focus on me and if you and love my time, love my schedule, love what I got going on so much to the point where you got to be a special individual in order for me to break what I got going on. I know that's right. And I, I think it's so um, hard when we aren't present in our single, in our, in our single time. And sometimes we do things, um, you know, outside of the will of God, like myself, I had a child before marriage, you know, and so I was thrown into motherhood before I even realized I had my single season. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was like sophomore in college and you about to be a mom, sis. 
So I've never had that season where it has been, you know, that single time where I got to know myself. It, it has been a painful process because I had to get to know myself in a first marriage and then I had to do it now in my second marriage because it has to happen you know and it's best in my opinion that it does happen when you're single because it is hard trying to balance yourself and others and there is no balance when it comes to you Mm -hmm. like let that sizzle you know because we're trying to fit ourselves into our lives like how much sense does that make and when I say fit ourselves I'm not talking about your job I'm not talking about your spouse. I'm not talking about your kids. I'm not talking about your sick mother. I'm talking about yourself. Yeah. Like people are literally trying to pencil themselves in. Yeah. Stuff that you talk about lighting a candle, taking a bath. I have girlfriends that I talk to that act like it ain't a tub in their house that they go home to every right. day. I want some water in that tub. <laughs> yes, bubbles, water, some essential oils. Like do what you got to do. It's just put them AirPods in. Nobody's going to die. Nope. Like, in those few hours that you're in that tub. And I understand everybody doesn't have the luxury, but let me tell you something. We make time for the things that we want to do. Absolutely. There are women who are making time for P-Valley. Sis, if you can make time for P-Valley, you can make time for yoga. You know what I'm Exactly. We, we have the time, but we keep making excuses and putting ourselves on the back burner. So I love hearing that as a single woman, it's like, you know what? Every once in a while, I do kind of get antsy, but I trust God and I'm enjoying learning myself, yeah. you know, and then learning those parts about ourselves is kind of icky too. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it is. And it's like, I'm about to start group therapy next week and I'm just kind of scared because I feel like she's going to snatch my edges out. So like, <laughs> but it's very... <laughs> Because she did when we had like a free course. I said, well, goodness, what is the paid stuff going to be like? But um, <laughs> this was free. Yeah. Wow. Like, okay. But yeah, it, it is. Um, it, for me, that's the season that I'm in is like healing and knowing myself and, and learning and improving in myself. Because, you know, we were just talking about doing other like the the man lens, you know, like doing things for mm-hmm. men. It's like in this season, if I don't find security in myself, whether it's intentionally or, or like intentionally or not, I'll end up doing things for the next guy that comes, you know what I'm saying? I'll end up doing everything for him because I don't have a true sense of self. And I know that mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want that. So it's like, even back to that, like it all starts within, within you. And, mm-hmm. and what God says about you and knowing what what God says about you, because if you don't know what God says about you, you're going to let any Tom, Dick or Harry come at you and tell you about you, which is probably going to be complete lies from what the word of God says. So it's yes. very important to know who you are in this season, according to the word of God, so that you don't let nobody's dusty son try to tell you who you are. And I feel like that was low key for me because I felt the spirit a little bit in my room when I said that. Like, yeah, that was a bit heavy. (laughs) Yeah, but the but but they need to hear it. And I have an audience where the majority of my listeners are between that twenty seven to thirty seven year age range. I have some older listeners as well, and I think you know this conversation that we're having. 
mothers have to have this conversation with their daughters. Mm -hmm. We are so pressed and gung ho to teach our daughters to be wives. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we have to show our daughters who they are in God, what they mean, who their fathers are, even if their father isn't physically present, they have to know that they have a heavenly father uh, that loves them. Our heavenly father adores us. We're, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Like we don't believe that, you know, and we may not look like Meg the stallion. We may not, (laughs) but we're still fearfully and wonderfully made. And we are so entrapped and engrossed in our shell that we are neglecting to do the soul work and God has made all of us uniquely beautiful some of us he gave the canvas some of us he gave the intellect some of us he gave the gift the gab you know whatever it is we're not tapping into that because we're obsessed with our shell so what do you say to the women that are obsessed with their shell single women, I have a lot of single women that are listening to this podcast, whether they're mothers or not, whether they're, you know, divorced or not. What do you say to these women that are just in a season where they're lonely? Um, And I don't want to make that assumption that single women are lonely because trust me, I know a lot of single women who are not lonely, but I do know single women who feel like they're missing out on Netflix and chill at night. What are some things, uh, Anissa, that you would recommend them working on uh before god you know moves them in the next season of their lives well where what i'm personal because i've been there you know like dang cuffing season guy ain't gonna send you know what i'm saying like cuffing season came and went again like, he ain't gonna send a tall nice little thing over here you know what i'm saying but <laughs> 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 you know like on a like on a serious tip like it's so important for us to trust God in that. And I know it's hard. It's hard to to think about this. This is what I tell myself. Every time you've dated outside of the will of God, how did that end up? Girl. Every time you've dated outside the will of God. Every time you've done anything. (laughs) Anything outside of the will of God, how did that end up? And it's like, you got to ask yourself, is your destiny, is your calling, is what God is trying to do in your life right now worth that late night text? Mm. And for a season of my life, I forgot about all that stuff. I forgot about my destiny. I forgot about my calling. So I was just talking to anybody. I was just talking to this dude and I didn't care. And little, you know, next thing I know, it's a year later and I feel super far from God. I feel very regretful. I'm like, what in the world? So now mm-hmm. I was looking back on my life and I'm like, man, I could have spent that entire entire year of my life and no disrespect to him. Like Casey ever hears this. It's all, <laughs> you know, no disrespect to him. Hey, boo. <laughs> so praying for you. But um, <laughs> it's, it's more so like about me, like, man, I could have spent it really being built up. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and also like I could have spent it really being built up in the Lord and like having and like being purposeful, like without mm-hmm. just having somebody there. And also a lot of the people that you see that just have somebody, they're not really happy. A lot of the, mm-hmm. the relationship goals and things like that you see, you don't know what's really going on. So it's mm-hmm. just like, I feel like we let those type of things like relationship goals and we let like, you know, oh, we want to be like Sierra and Russell, which that's a great, you know, great example. But it's like Sierra even had to go through her season of being mm-hmm. single before God 
really brought her to wrestle. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just important. And God has a divine timing on everything. So it's like, if you're feeling lonely and you're feeling, you know, hurt because you just want someone pray and just say, God, right now, I'm just not, I'm, I don't understand. Like I, I'm, 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 I'm lonely. I, I want somebody, but I guarantee you God is going to put a conviction on your heart that you can't just date anybody. And it's a yes. blessing. It's a blessing. Cause I used to be like, man, God, why can't my friends got boyfriends? Like, why can't I just date this dude? I mean, he's not and just really be like, comfortable. No, and just be fine. But there's a reason and there's a divine blessing as to why God will not allow you to date just anybody because mm-hmm. it's literally attached to your destiny and your calling. So it's like, you have to just think, on those lines and it's not worth settling it's never worth settling it's never worth just settling to have somebody to netflix and chill with call your girlfriends and netflix with them like (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it's it's just so because what will happen is we'll be regretful at the end of the day you know what i'm saying we'll be regretful like dang like i was here i am a year later i should have just you know what i'm saying like will be mm-hmm. regretful for those poor decisions that we make. And it's just like, like, and even like you've told me, like, it's important to just know yourself and not rush because people, mm-hmm. I feel like people honestly want a wedding and not a marriage. Like people just want the wedding. Yes. But you got to stay yes. married after the wedding. You have to stay married after the wedding. And I love what you said about looking at other people in terms of relationship goals. It's so funny. You talked about Russ and Sierra because we love them. Russ is a Christian man. I love you so much. He's from Richmond. I know that. I I think I heard that before, but um, yes. And and I love it. And the post today was of him holding the baby. And I had a girlfriend of mine DM me and she was like, oh, I'm ready. I have baby fever. And I'm like, girl, that baby look cute, but he ain't breastfeeding. <laughs> like, and, and CC been up all night. I don't care how good true. Of man Russell is. You know, when you're in the season where God is allowing you an opportunity just to be with you, mm-hmm. that is a luxury. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to just be real on this podcast. A lot of us have had sex outside of marriage yep. and we could have been a pre- pregnant we could have been Listen. a baby mama Ooh-wee. we could have been you know these things but if you're in a season right now where you're single and you're and you're waiting um bask in that you know spend time with god figure out what it is that that god wants you to do where god wants you to be and be obedient right because a relationship should not interfere or impede on your relationship with god God is a lifestyle. It is your life. Exactly. You know, and so anything that comes in shouldn't shouldn't subtract for that, or you shouldn't have to modify um, to to entertain that. And I want to encourage my Christian sisters like yourself and so many other women that are listening to this podcast. I know it's hard, sis. I know sometimes you may have a slip or whatever. Grace yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, but. God has set us apart and you are not going to be able to be comfortable doing the things that women of the world are doing. I don't yep. care how good it feels. I don't care how good he looks. I don't care if he opens your doors. You are not going to be comfortable operating outside of the will of God, operating outside of covenant. Sex is something that is exclusively for the covenant. Um, and for those of us that have experienced it outside of the covenant, it is hard trying to... <laughs> Uh, not go down that path anymore. But I want my sisters to understand that there are promises 
that are attached to obedience. Like there are promises that are uh, waiting for us when we walk in alignment with the way that God has told us to walk. And like Anissa said, every single time you step outside of that, there is a heartbreak waiting for you. There is an obstacle waiting for you. There is a path that didn't have to be as complicated because God teaches us in his word that his, his way is easy. Um, you know, we're the ones that make it complicated. And so thank you so much for, you know, giving the ladies that advice and for being transparent and open about where you are in this season what is it that you would want to leave ladies with as they try to become a healthier version of themselves? And of course, you know, my podcast is not just about the weight. It's about all of the other weight. You know, you talking about the male gaze, some of the things that you've done with how you've evolved. What do you leave? What do you leave them with? What are some actionable steps that they can take towards health? I know you said that you're going to be starting therapy soon. Is there anything else that you would like to share? Yeah. So outside of um, going to therapy, um, so I'll do like, I'll do like the mind, body and the soul type situation. So Mm -hmm. therapy for me is more so like for my mental health and like my triggers and different things that I've been through Um, for my body, like for physical, I'm I'm definitely going to try to exercise more because exercising kind of helps with those indoor, I think I call it endorphins that go off of yes, your brain and they absolutely. help, they help with you. Cause for me, it's, it's better like, than a glass of wine, girl. Try yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, um, stretching or maybe like going walking or running and just kind of trying to building myself up in that way. And also like developing a routine, like an actual routine where I'm getting up at a specific day. I mean, specific time each day and I'm doing these things. I'm working. I have this. I'm going to do a bath from this time to this time. And I'm just keeping a routine because it kind of helps you have a sense of of being comfortable in something. Mm -hmm. But also above all those things, if you slip up and fall and you miss registering for therapy or you miss your routine have an abundance of grace for yourself because I know sometimes it's very hard like when we're taking these practical steps like going to therapy exercising creating those routines having those quiet time with God like sometimes it can be hard if we miss a day or we miss certain things and we fall short we don't feel like it and we don't do it it's okay and just have grace for yourself I feel like that's a huge um, actionable step as well because that's something that I personally struggled with and still struggle with sometimes so it's just like have an abundance of grace for yourself when you when you um are weak because at the end of the day Christ is is your strength in the areas where you're weak so you don't have to have to worry about it so and also you know, yeah. yeah we're all we're all in this together I talked about a lot of things, but there's still a lot of areas that I struggle in and I'm working through, but this is, has been therapeutic and a blessing for me as well. Even some of the things that I said, I'm going to reapply to my life and mm-hmm. things that you've said. And I just, I love it. I love this conversation so much. So <laughs> thank you for all of the gems that you have dropped. Tell us where we can find you and keep up with you. Share with us your social media and anything that you have going on that you want us to stay connected with. Okay, okay, okay. So my um Instagram is Anissa Love. So it's A-N-I-S-S-A-L-O-V-E-E and two underscores on Instagram. And that's basically, you know, where I go. You can get a little giggle, get some inspiration, get some aesthetics, some cute pics, 
connect with me. Um, and like for my job, we do a lot of virtual events. Um, I work for a radio station up here in Richmond and we're doing like a lot of virtual events um, geared towards black women. So I'll be posting them. So if you want to tune in, please do. And, you know, DM me. We can talk, chat and, and be pals. Yes. Yes. This is this is a, a good person to connect with. Um, we're in the season of connection, ladies. And uh, our word teaches us that, you know, to, to, to get a friend, we must first show ourselves friendly. And for any woman that's listening to this podcast and you're in isolation, you're lonely, you need somebody to talk to. Anissa's a good Christian woman. Um, I'm a good Christian woman. Don't be alone. You know, reach out. Uh, don't let your pride get in the way and make you feel silly because you, you know, you need somebody to talk to. You never know. We may need to talk to you just as much as you need to talk to us. And so make sure that you get connected with Anissa. I love when you share um, scripture and then you'll share like different insight or, you know, how you looked at a text introspectively and how it sticks out to you. I love that type of stuff. So you guys will be blessed by following her. Anissa, thank you for being on the podcast, all the gems that you drop, and for just being the woman of God that you are, for being on the journey, for being a light. Um, and we're going to continue to pray for you as you pray thank for you. us. We love you, girl. Thank you. I love you, too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>